Ready to feel confident about your body? In love with fitness and health? And empowered to hit the gym? Do you need a level up? And do you need to surround yourself with a group of women with the same very goal? Imagine the life you could build if you had someone in your corner helping you in and out of the gym. Sis, you can have this. I am looking for some women to join the Growth Collective, a group program where you receive a personalized fitness program, weekly nutritional e-guides, monthly private and group calls, and access to the most expansive and empowering group chat. Applications are open right now. You can book in your one-on-one call with me for free via the link in the description. Let's talk about you, your fitness, your goals, and where you can go from here. I cannot wait to chat to you, sis. Enjoy the episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to another episode of that Gym Girl podcast. It is your hostess with the fucking mostest, Angel Wallace Miles. Oh my goodness. I am so excited for you to be jumping in to this very fucking episode. This is a really special episode. I am joined by the founder of Mama Movement, Faye Tan. And guys, the shit that she says, honestly, regarding body image, self-love, confidence, taking up space in the gym, out of the gym. It's literally all the things I wish someone had told me way back when I was starting my gym girl journey, even earlier in my teenage years, pre-teenage years. I honestly think that you need to hear this, especially going into the holiday season. There is going to be so much BS thrown your way. Faye seriously 
takes that ish down. She tells you how to handle the dinner table. She tells you how to feel confident in your active wear. She tells you how she has really come to a place with body image post having her daughter. Oh, actually, no, she's got two little ones. So post having um, I honestly think that she and her mission with her brand is just so powerful. I honestly hope that you love this episode. And if you do, feel free to check out Faye. I will pop all of her links below. I'll pop her activewear down below. I'll pop her Instagram, all of the things. And feel free to send her so much love. In the meantime, a little recap from me. Life is good. Nothing is really new. We put up the Christmas tree. It looks a little bit chaotic. We got some cheap candy canes from Kmart, which is similar to Walmart if you're in another country or like Tesco. We popped those out the front. They're solar lit and they are actually looking so freaking cute. I'm obsessed with them. We may have to get another pair of them, I guess. (laughs) So things are good. Things are good. Oh, ah. If you have not DM'd me the word December and you are wanting to get in on our free December 12 Days of Christmas Consistency Challenge where you get a free program, you get free meal plan ideas, you get group live calls with me, girl, DM me the word December on Instagram right fucking now. You know you want in. You know you want to kickstart your, I guess, motivation and consistency in the gym despite it being silly season, despite we going into the colder months for some of us, into summer months for some of us, (laughs) I really think you need to be in this space. It's going to be fucking life transforming. And of course, you get to hang out with me for 12 days for free. Like, seriously, I couldn't think of anything better. (laughs) Well, I better stop chit-chatting because you need to listen to this episode. If you love it, feel free to pop us a little follow on whatever platform you're listening to. Oh, and if you're feeling extra kind, I would love a cheeky little five-star review on whatever platform you're also listening to us on. Oh, I better let you go before I keep stumbling over my words. (laughs) All right, sis, I love you and I will see you in the episode. Welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited because I am joined through Zoom with the incredible Faye Tan. How are you, Faye? I'm so good, Angel. How are you? I'm so good. Honestly, I have been smiling from ear to ear because I was so excited for our episode today. I really feel like those who are listening, y'all are going to get so much juice from our discussion, I really feel like we're about to say some things that need to be fucking said on the internet and are not said enough. So I'm so excited about that. Now, Faye, I would have told the girls, you know, you're the founder of Mama Movement, Mama of Two, business woman, all of that. But I really want to know, you know, what is Mama Movement's mission? Like, what is, what is it about? It's not just an active wear, is it? No, I mean, I started this business angel three years ago as a new mom. I'd had my first baby at the time and I wanted to do something or put something out into the world that was going to help little girls just like her to know that their bodies are just amazing exactly as they are. And she didn't need to ever, ever change anything about herself. You know, as a woman myself who had been through an eating disorder in the past and lots of 
body struggles and a lack of body confidence, I just looked at this precious, beautiful little baby girl that I had in my arms and thought, I don't want her to have a relationship with her body that was anything like the one I had growing up. And I just wanted to put something out into the world that was happy, joyful, and helped more women and mums embrace and celebrate that. Mm, I love that so much. It actually gives me like a little bit of tears. Don't mind if I like get up emotional <laughs> because not honestly, because I actually have a little sister and I help raise my little sister because of family situations and she's 11 and she's going into that, you know, TikTok generation where there is just so much newness that I never dealt with. You know, when I was growing up, it was the magazines that we were comparing ourselves to. And now it's social media that there's all this comparison. And it's really interesting to watch her navigate that and to try and give her advice and insight. And I, I reflect and I go, wow, you know, I would never say the things I say to myself to her if that makes sense. Exactly. You know, the way I speak to myself sometimes, I'm like, whoa, 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 we got to rein this in. Would you ever say this to your little sister? No. So why the fuck are you saying it to yourself? And I think that's really powerful and what you're doing with your activewear brand. If those who are listening, if you haven't checked it out, obviously everything will be linked down below, but you need to because you go on the website and it's unlike anything you've ever seen. You know, you go onto most activewear sites nowadays and it's like bland, boring same and you go into yours it's like boom I'm in your face I'm a woman these are my bodies like all different types of body types that it's loud and proud and I think that's fucking cool now I want to get into the questions because there are some listeners who have popped you some questions and I think they're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spill some tea it's really really cool so are you ready to go I'm so excited hit me with ah! them guys Faye's like smiling from idiot she's so fucking <laughs> excited just to annihilate these questions so first listener question why do so many people stare at me in the gym? It makes me feel so self-conscious. Ah, so I'm sighing because I've been there where you feel like you're in the gym and you think everyone is looking at you. To be really honest, they're not. When they're at the gym, think about what you're thinking about. If you're looking at someone, you're going, oh, wow, her form looks really good. Or maybe I should try that exercise she's doing because that looks like a good one for my glutes, for my mm -hmm. bum. You're not looking at her thinking anything about whether or not her body looks like she should be wearing those tights or that shorts or that crop. You're not. And trust me, no one else is either it is all in our own heads and we are our own worst critics and we are always thinking the world revolves around us because main character energy yeah. and that's all of us but the truth doesn't everyone's too caught up in their own issues and their own head and their own workouts to really be looking at you so I promise they are not and if they are they're just thinking that's a good workout and I want to try that next after she finishes up with that machine that's all they're thinking a hundred percent. And I really thought I had it a thought this morning, you know, we're here standing in our side of the corner, looking at the other person going, oh my God, what are they thinking about me? And the other person in the corner might be looking at you going, oh shit, are they judging me? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's, it's just this revolving concern about ourselves. And, you know, I love to say we're selfish human beings. We love ourselves. We want to like, you know, really think, oh, what does everyone think about us? And the truth is, they're probably not. They're probably just worried just as much as you. And everybody's in their own heads worrying about themselves. No one's worrying about anyone else. So mm. when you go to the gym, you might think that they are looking at you. But if they are, it is all, I promise, in a good way. Because when you look at other people, that's what you're looking at. You're going, oh, yeah, that's a good exercise to try. Oh, yeah, maybe I'll try that squat later after she's finished. Or I need those weights that she's looking and that she's using at the moment. That's all they're thinking. I promise you that. And so just get out of that girlfriend and just do your thing in the gym and don't worry about anyone else. 
Mm, I'd love to know, do you go to the gym uh, on your own now? Do you do classes? What, what have you found, especially postpartum? What have you found is the most, I guess I want to say comfortable or the most inviting or welcoming? It's a really good question. I've done many, many different forms of fitness exercise um, over the last few years. And I think I'm a little bit of a, I get, I need something new and fun every time. So I'm always changing on my exercise because I definitely believe that the most sustainable form of exercise is one that you enjoy. And therefore, if you're not enjoying it, do something else. And it's okay if something that you enjoyed six months ago, you no longer enjoy now. That's okay. That just means it's time for you, for you and your body to try something new. And we're so lucky that we have literally thousands of options these days for different types of exercise you can do. And I've done everything from pole dancing to aerial hoop to Pilates to full like strength hit workouts. You know, I've done everything and different things feel good for my body at different seasons of my life. At the moment, I'm a Pilates girly. Yeah, that's my thing at the moment. I'm really enjoying it. I just, I was doing really high intensity um, before I was pregnant with my second. And that was what I loved. I loved, you know, getting my heart rate up and racing and lifting heavy weights as well. But then after I had my second, I felt like I actually wanted something a little bit more gentle, a little bit more targeted. And, and then I've kind of decided to try Pilates again and I really loved it and enjoyed it. And that's kind of what I'm loving at the moment is really good for my postpartum body. It doesn't mean that I won't go back to hit and big weights and possibly back to aerial hoop again because I love that. And there's also a different way for me to move my body and also a creative way to dance while exercising I find it really fun for me so I am thinking about going back to that but at the moment I'm loving I'm loving my reformer Pilates Mm, I love that and I think for someone listening they might be going oh this is so exciting you're giving me the permission to really step out of my comfort zone I guess I would say to you then, you know, imagine there's a mama listening. She's maybe just postpartum um, and she wants to try something new. She wants to try Pilates. She wants to try a hit class or whatever the thing is. Zumba. Zumba's fucking great, by the way. Just random comment. Yeah. So fucking good. It's so fun. I've done that too. Zumba is humbling as well. When I was a child, I was thinking I was like 10. My mum took me and I was like, I've never seen my mum's booty shake like that. I was like, mom, put it away. But I was sweating. No, I love that. Um, I guess my question would be, if you're a new mama, how do you get over that hump to get into the gym or into the class and try something new? I feel like there's that little hurdle of confidence almost. You know, did you face that? We were like, oh, this is new. Newness is uncomfortable. I don't know if I have the body or the fitness or the dirt or the that or the this. How did you yeah. get through that? Yeah, I think the new mums going back into exercise, it's a combination of new hurdles. One is the fact that, Even just finding the time can be really difficult. If you've got a newborn, that little tiny human needs someone to look after them 24 hours a day. And often the primary carer is the mum. And so finding even a space or a time that you can give that baby to someone else to look after for you and go to the gym can be difficult for a lot of women. Um, I would really encourage looking around for mums and bubs classes as an option as well, where you're in a really safe environment of other new mums or with young babies and an instructor who's hopefully trained in looking after and helping women who are going through that postpartum phase and the changes that happen with the bodies that happen during that time. 
So that's one thing. Finding the time can be really hard, but there are options out there if you don't have that support. If you can, definitely give that baby to someone to look after for your hour in the gym. You deserve it. As a mom, sometimes you give so much of yourself to the little humans that you're bringing up and you forget that you are also worth, you're worth it. You're worth taking time to spend doing things that are good for you, not just things that are good for the baby. And doing exercise is really good for us, as we all know. And so, you know, just reminding yourself that you deserve to take that time to put the baby down, give that baby to your partner your mother, whoever it is, your sister, anyone who will help you for an hour <laughs> and go to the gym. Anyone. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's one thing. That's one hurdle I think a lot of women and new mums face. The second one, as you said, is the body, that, that, that fact that after you've had a baby, your body is changed mm-hmm. and it's changed forever. And sometimes you get really confused about it because you've been used to this body that you had before you had a baby and then your body was changing in pregnancy and you had to get used to that as well. And then after that, you might think that once the baby's out, your body's then just supposed to snap back to what it was before you had the baby. It doesn't. Mm. And so then you have to get used to that new body as well that you have after having a baby. And sometimes then people think, oh, like I don't, feel comfortable in my active wear anymore that I used to wear before I had the baby so all of that comes down to confidence as well and you know I hear that from women from our customers all the time around that and I guess the thing for me is one if you need new active wear just go and buy it like it doesn't matter you know what, what size it is that you need to buy now just buy ones that fit that make you feel good and then get out there and just start with exercises that feel good again and if it means that you try and you do some free trials lots of gyms and fitness classes do free trials or like it'll be um like an intro class part you could do five classes for eight dollars do those first and do a few and then just see what makes you feel the happiest Mm. and see what makes you feel good in your body when you're doing those exercises and then you can start to create a routine around those things but it's really important to try a few different things and figure out what feels good for you yeah, something I really learned, and obviously I'm not a mum, so I, I'm not going to pretend at all, but something I learned from my own body as it was changing, especially with puberty and that type of thing, um, and I feel like even going through university, you, you gain weight with stress, all of that type of thing, um, is finding activewear and understanding, sorry, with activewear, it's supposed to fit you. You aren't supposed to fit the activewear. And if that means buying the size up, you know, try understanding that this style, you know, is too tight or compressive on you and that's okay. Actually understanding you get to fit the activewear. Yeah. Like full stop, period. Buy the, buy the fucking size that fits you and your body and makes you feel comfortable and safe and move. Um, with mama movement, is it just for mums or do you have customers who aren't mums? Oh, we ha- we have customers definitely who aren't mums as well. You know, I called it Mama Movement because I was a new mum mm. at the time, and I wanted to reach more mums with this message that your their bodies, their beautiful, incredible bodies, are amazing and deserve to be loved. Because so many new mums go through this really difficult time where they feel like they're meant to have bounced back after having a baby, and they don't. And so, you know, I wanted to help reach more moms to know that it's okay not to bounce back. But our active wear, obviously we do have some maternity wear and postpartum wear, but we also just have your regular standard everyday active wear that is just designed for women's bodies in all different shapes and forms and sizes. And we have lots of our customers actually who are 
sperm mum, so they have dogs and kids or cats or plants. I am so happy for anyone who loves to wear a colorful pair of leggings um, to try ours on. You don't have to be a mum. Yeah, and I love that you just said colorful pair of leggings because if you haven't seen Mama Movements pieces, they are like fucking art. That's all I can really describe. Like I'm, I'm, I'm I have a thought. You've, you've partnered with an artist to do some of the designs. They're is that right? Art angel mm. because um, all of the prints that we feature in our active wear are pieces that we've designed with female Australian artists. So we've looked for these amazing women who are making art in Australia. And we partner with them to create pieces of art that we then print onto those leggings. Or that How insane. Art. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And it means that, you know, I love it because it means I can support women in art as well. Um, you know, women often don't give themselves enough of credit or uh, think that doing work that's artsy means that they can earn money. And through this way, you know, we help to give to um, women who are artists who are trying to make a living through something creative as well. So that's, yes, another part of what I love about what we do is we get to support um, female artists in Australia through printing their beautiful art on clothing. Mm, I love that so much. I was um, frothing over your, I think it's the candy cane one, the little pink candy yeah. cane. Oh my gosh. I was like, do I don't I'm like I fucking need to though like they look fucking cute they are so so cute I love the candy cane ones now I guess with colorful leggings and colorful activewear I guess the thing that we as women often think is well I just feel more comfortable in black I feel like black you mm -hmm. feel like almost hidden in black when you wear black um activewear you're almost like okay I'm just like a little you know ant in the corner I can just chill in my own section why do you feel that women should do the polar opposite and be like no no let's take up as much fucking space as we want let's take up as much color let's take up as much energy as we want in the gym or wherever I mean you've pretty much nailed it there Angel you know I I know that the standard activewear color is black and it took me almost two years of being in business before I finally made a pair of black leggings because so many people asked me for them mm. because the fit of our garments and our leggings is is something that a lot of our customers then after they tried them on felt like they could never wear another pair of leggings from anyone else ever again. And it was so funny because I, you know, people keep asking me for black leggings and I go, no, I don't want to make them. I want to make bright, colorful pieces to celebrate you. You know, it's very much a fact that um, dopamine dressing, wearing colors that make you feel good it works. It actually creates dopamine. It boosts your mood. And if you're then wearing clothing that makes you feel good while you're exercising, you're more likely to keep doing it and create a routine or a habit out of it because you love it, you know? Yes. So that's why I wanted to make colorful pieces. We do have some black now in our range, much to my dismay. <laughs> I definitely put some pink in there. Definitely have some pink. <laughs> I love, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I think I think it's something that if you're listening and you haven't tried wearing a colorful piece of activewear, I really, really implore you to do so. I think that with the, I, I say the gym, cause that's obviously that gym girl, but with whatever exercise you're doing, running, walking, zoom or whatever, 
it's got to be an experience. That's what I do for me, especially I'm trying to think, you know, a new mom, somebody who, you know, has maybe come out of a long time off of the gym, make it an experience of self-care for yourself. Get the fucking cute active wear, get the pre-workout or the, the drink that you like, pop on your favorite tune. Like let's actually be a bit cringe and romanticize this and actually make it a full moment because it is a full moment and it gets to be an experience. And I really love that. And I think, you know, what you were saying about wearing the big active wear or wearing the the bright active wear is a better way of saying it. You know, I saw you guys do shorts as well, not just leggings and you have the two sizes of shorts. There was a question that came in, which was talking about how do I build confidence to wear shorts or to wear a sports bra? That's another question I've gotten in the past is the sports bra one. Um, this person goes on to say, you know, I'm not a shorts person. I've never worn them. And I guess I'm assuming with this person for me in the past anyway, the thoughts of cellulite come up, the thoughts of, oh, but my, my bum looks like this and my legs look like that and the wobbly bits and the not so smooth and the bumps and the ridges and have you had customers I mean I'm assuming you have but have you had customers who have really had to come over that hurdle a hundred percent and the other hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass*** so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, someone actually asked me what my favorite product in all of our range is. And no one had ever really asked me that question before. And so it was kind of me thinking about it in the moment. But I was like, actually, I think they're bike shorts. I saw those. The reason why I think bike shorts are my favorite product is because every summer I hear this all the time from women who go, "I, I don't wear shorts. I'm not a shorts girl because x y and z about their legs and their body and the thing is it is bloody hot in summer (laughs) and you might need to stay cool Mm -hmm. and guess what is the coolest active garment you can wear it's not a pair of long leggings baby it's shorts and just I think then hearing women say you know that by looking on our website, by looking at our social media and seeing that women of all different shapes and sizes can wear shorts. And then when you're looking at them, go, actually, and they look really good. And she's a size 16 Australian and she looks amazing in shorts. So maybe I can wear shorts. You know, if you're seeing body types represented back at you on the screen that look like yours mm-hmm. and you look at them and you think back, she actually looks really good in that pair of shorts and that matching crop, then that helps to give them the confidence that they can too. So all the time I hear from customers, and this is why bike shorts are my favorite garment, is that we've helped them 
to wear shorts for the first time. I get messages all the time like I never wear shorts except yours because, you know, they've started to feel the freedom of being able to wear clothes that fit the season. And if it's hot, wear the shorts. It's okay. In order to wear shorts, all you need are legs. No matter what time they are, just legs is all you need. Big, small, doesn't matter. We've got different sizes to cater for everyone. Um, But yeah, if it's hot, wear the shorts, your life will feel forever changed for it, I promise. Yeah, and your sizing, doesn't it? It goes from like extra small to like 4XL. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Extra small to 4XL, which for the Australian listeners is like a 6 or 22. That's amazing. And the fact... I was talking about this because one of my friends has um, just started her own activewear label on the Gold Coast. And, you know, there is that challenge of when you're a smaller business, obviously it becomes expensive and that's sometimes a deterrent for smaller businesses. Did you find that or was that always a part of the mission was just like, no, we're fucking, we're going to full send. That's the way it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, I always knew that this business was about trying to help more women in all different shapes and sizes feel good about their bodies. Um, And so growing that size range has always been part of what we've been looking and and wanting to do. We didn't start up to a 4XL though. I will fully admit that, you know, it started from an excess to 2XL Mm -hmm. is where we started because as you said, as a small business, we are, we can't invest in the quantities that a really big business like a Nike can, can invest in. And therefore, you know, we have to be really careful about it. But what I realized in doing that that size range was that the bigger sizes were still selling out and the people were asking for even more and even more. So we got to a 4X now. We're going to a 5X early next year. Oh, wow. um, and as long as more women want to wear the clothing of, and, you know, we sell across the board from a size 6, an Australian extra small 6, to a 22 and we saw all across the board and I think you know just more women realizing it doesn't matter your body type you can wear the shorts you can wear the sports crop you can look cute in your matching set no matter what your size shape skin color hair color um just wanting to help more women to to embrace that and so yeah I've pledged to keep trying to grow and extend the size range and the options as well for different boob sizes even mm-hmm. as, as the range grows we, yes and so in the whole message of wear the fucking shorts, I guess comes, you know, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate, right? <laughs> comes the obstacle of, well, it's summer. My body isn't summer ready. Mm. I don't know what to do. Full stop. You know, that that's kind of the, this is also, you know, another listener question that I'm reading, you know, my, my body isn't summer ready. That's it. Like, what do I do? I can't wear the shorts. My body isn't summer ready. How has your journey with body image been and how have you overcome the whole summer body idea it's a really good question and I mean the summer body concept was a concept that was created by the fitness industry in a really toxic way where they were trying to basically motivate people to go to the gym and they wanted to sell more gym memberships and so told they told people that their bodies were not summer bodies and so come to the gym and get a summer body and actually I think that one, you know, it, it was something that was trying to motivate people, but in the wrong way, like all of the research shows that going to the gym because you're trying to change your body is never going to become a sustainable habit if it's just about purely something like lose five kilos 
and having that kind of a goal, it's never going to be a long-term sustainable habit or a sustainable change. All the research shows that the next step up from that to create a sustainable habit out of going to the gym is going because you've got a positive goal, like I want to get stronger, I want to be able to lift 30 kilos, whatever it is, and turning that into a um, outcome-based um, goal around what your body will be able to achieve from that. That's already one step closer to becoming a sustainable habit. But the, actually the research shows that the way to create the most sustainable habit out of going to the gym is by making it fun yeah, enjoying it. And that's what all of the research shows. And so, you know, I think um, gyms, hopefully, you know, gym owners, if you're listening to this, stop telling people that they don't have a summer body. Tell people that going to the gym is fucking fun. And then maybe, you know, if they go, they'll actually stay at your gym for longer. And so for anyone listening, if you've heard that phrase before, it just comes from someone who's done poor marketing because really that's not a good outcome for anyone. If you're going there just to try to get a summer body, it doesn't exist. What's a summer body? A body in summer. If you have a body, you have a summer body in summer. And I think we have to really try, try to change that narrative around that. And um, something that I am doing the business at the moment as we come into summer is promoting a message that all bodies are summer bodies and really trying to help more women overcome that hang up that they have around whether or not their body is good enough to get into a bikini or a swimsuit Um and just recognizing and realizing that as long as your body is healthy, then you've got a really great body to start with that you can then go and move and get active because it makes you feel good and because it's making, it's giving you the best possible chance of living a really awesome long life. And yeah. that's what we want at the end of the day is the more opportunity we have to climb more mountains, you know, and if that means going to the gym and getting our legs strong so that we can do that. Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to go and do that. Yeah. I really appreciate you saying that because I think there is a lot of brands and companies and human beings in the fitness industry who do market that way and still do to this day. I've seen it, you know, and they, it almost is saying that there's something wrong with their potential client or the person who's listening or watching. And I can only really think of another brand who's not doing that is, um, I don't know if you know the brand Naked Harvest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're the, yeah. They're the supplements company. And I remember them saying in their, their ads one time, you know, we will never tell our customers to use our supplements because their body's wrong or because their body absolutely needs it. You know, we're trying to add to their life. We're not trying to take away or, you know, really point out a flaw because, you know, that that's not the point. Fitness isn't here to point out flaws in you. Going in the gym isn't supposed to be like this horrible, torturous, evil thing it's not supposed to be that it's supposed to be this fun enlightening form of self-care so I love that you and your brand and your activewear is also doing that because that's just we need more of that we absolutely need more of that and I guess you know in the whole spirit of this episode where are you at with your confidence and your body and at in this place in life you know where have you come from where where are you now is there anything that you're still working through in terms of your confidence or you know your body image um yeah yeah look angel I am a woman who grew up in the 90s and therefore I think you know I had a mum who was always on a diet and and grew up in that time where supermodels were incredibly skinny at a point in time And so, 
you know, I think there will always be a part of me that has to overcome that voice in my head that sometimes maybe it's because of a time of month and the cycle that I'm in um, as I bloat just before I get my period that I feel uncomfortable or I don't feel good about my body. And there are always going to be days like that, even though I do the work that I do. You know, I it doesn't mean that I always every day wake up and go, I love myself. No, of course not. Like we are human and we have been conditioned. It's not our fault. We've been conditioned by, by media, by many years of actually people's comments about our body that can have a lasting effect. But I think it's a daily practice of just being kind to myself, even on the days where I don't feel my best um, and just knowing that that is transitional, that that is something I'm feeling right now and that eventually I'll feel okay again. And there are always going to be days where I feel bad. And then there are other days where I feel really good and it's okay to have both and just being kind to myself along the way. You know, I, I work in this space and still I feel that way about myself, but the more I surround myself with media um, with the type of social media accounts I follow um, to really try to surround myself with positive body image rather than negative body image. Um, it really helps for me. And um, I'm on this journey along with the rest of my community that we built a mama movement as well. And so, you know, I share with them my ups and my downs and my good days, and my bad days, but we always try to keep it really positive in the sense of going, it's okay. I feel this way today. Hopefully I feel better tomorrow and just letting it slide because it's okay to be kind to ourselves, even on the days where you don't feel like it. Mm, I think that that point, and I'm really glad I ended up asking this question. I was a bit nervous because you never know, you know, if you say to someone, well, what are you dealing with right now? How they're going to answer. And I love how transparent and raw you are because, you know, we could look at someone like you and go, well, she owns this company. She, you know, runs this successful business. She's obviously just wakes up with a smile on her face, pretending to be like that Barbie from Barbie movie who's like, ting. Um, <laughs> but to be like, no, I'm actually a fucking human being and I have negative self-talk and I have all of these things that come up, but I, I learn to manage and I learn to deal. And even when I can't deal, we just move through and time, time lets it pass. I guess when I think about our fitness journey as women, I like to have this idea of like a toolkit where you have this like imaginary toolkit and you have all the different things that you put in it. Maybe it's like training, nutrition, sleep, blah, blah, blah. What is a tool that you have when you have these days? Like when you're having these days where it's like, I've woken up, it's my luteal phase, or my menstrual phase of my cycle where I'm just feeling, Ugh, and I'm feeling gross and all of these thoughts are coming up and you're having this negative self-talk. Is there a particular tool that you're like, okay, we need to do this. So we need to think that we need to, does something arise for you when I ask that? To me, there's two things. One is um, putting on my favorite clothes even though sometimes you might not feel like it at that point where you go like, oh, maybe I just want to hide away in black, but actually just putting on my favorite outfit that then makes me feel really good. What is, is that? I mean, like I have purple and pink are my two favorite colors. So if I wear something purple, especially purple, it makes me feel really confident. And so if I put on my purple set that goes in my purple hair, yeah. Feel happy and good and a little bit put together, even on the days where I feel like I'm just drowning in disgusting and sweat because of my, you know, the type of the time of month that it is. Um, so definitely putting something on and just, I don't know, curling my hair, just doing a, something little for myself that 
makes me feel good getting my nails done as many little things that I do I have in my toolkit but just making that time to still treat my body well and give it a little bit of love on days where it doesn't and if that means painting my nails are really pretty pink and if I can be happy with my nails then you know it makes me feel a little bit better about my body as a whole Mm, it's that idea I guess of you know when you were saying before that you're looking after a little human if you have a baby or like a fur baby whatever you're looking after someone else But it's also stepping back and reflecting that there's still a little human inside of you. There's still that little girl or that little, you know, whoever inside of you who just needs a little bit of love, needs a bit of little TLC here and there or every fucking day, um, (laughs) (laughs) who needs that reassurance. And I I really love that, especially, you know, putting on that that good active wear that makes you brighten your mood, doing that self-care. I think that's so powerful. Now, I guess we're finishing this episode is there something you want the listener to really take away you know if you were like take this away what would that be um if there are any mums listening on this podcast I do have one thing that I would love to say which is that if you have a little human or maybe even if you're not a mom if you have a little sister or a little human that's around you a niece whoever it is just know that when they are really little is when you can have such a massive impact on who that little voice is that's going to be in their heads as they grow older. And you and I know that we've got that little voice now and she ain't perfect, but how can we help the little girls that are in our care, whether that's your child, whether that's you know your, your niece, your little sister, how can we help them by saying really nice things to them, not about how their body looks, but about how strong and capable their body is that can help to reframe what that little voice is that's going to develop in their brains as they get older. We have such a massive influence on that, um, you know, when we have young children in our care. And the more that we can try to, even though we might feel really shit about our body, not say that, but actually say really positive things about ourselves, because how we talk to ourselves is going to end up having a massive impact on how our children talk to themselves about their bodies in the future. Mm. So if you are around any young children, just being really mindful of how you talk about yourself Mm. and also how you talk about their bodies as well, and not in terms of a physical way, like, oh, wow, your legs look so skinny, you know, not saying anything like that, but really talking about how strong their legs are and kicking that ball and things like that is, I think, helpful to reframe. And I just want want that message to get out. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. And it's really interesting when, because I, when I was raising my little sister, I was definitely no means in the mindset of like, oh, I'm a maternal figure. I had no idea. Um, But it was really interesting when I would say something about my body and then I'd realize, oh, my sister's there. I'd be like, oh, actually. And then you try and I guess, Mm -hmm. justify it. And then you kind of go, wait, why the fuck am I even talking like to myself like that in that negative way? And, you know, their little minds really are so, I think of it as almost just so moldable. They're so, Mm -hmm. they just absorb everything you say. And there's little things, and again, I'm not pretending to be a mum here, but there's little things that she does where I'm like, wow, I see how I've influenced that or I've influenced this. And I think, yeah, that that message is really powerful. You know, your, your little human they see and hear everything. (laughs) And so, you know, if we can really take what we've learned from our life and I even think about it, let's look at the Christmas table, right? Everybody's going to be going to Christmas now and they're going to have the the relative at the Christmas table who's going to say something about the body or the food or the this or the that. And it's going, you you know what? I'm going to choose not to do that to my child. Yeah, Mm. exactly. Not say, oh, I can't have dessert because 
I need to wear a swimsuit next week or whatever, you know, yeah. like just choosing not to say that. Um, yeah. When the child is around you is really important. I've had instances where family members have said that in front of other people at the mm. dining table. And, you know, it's tricky. There's going to be people listening who are, maybe even America who are having Thanksgiving today or whatever yeah. it is. You know, I don't know if you have any tips on how to combat that. I think when I've had it, if someone's like, you know, the grandparents or whoever have said something, I actually call it out there in the moment. I try and make, you know, my effort to be like, actually, no, that, that's not what I agree with. This is my body and this is what I'm going to choose to to do. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Yeah, of course. And I think older relatives, unfortunately, sometimes they still don't really understand the impact that their words can have on us or on our, you know, on, on the, the younger children around the table as well. I just think of it as like the best defense is a good offense in the sense of like, I just grow hard on the body love stuff for myself yeah. and for my children. And I feel like it's almost not enough just to not say anything about my body because they're going to get so much negative talk about bodies from everywhere around them, in the media, from people, whoever. And so for me, it's almost like I'm always trying to make sure that I say really nice, positive things about myself and my body and also about my daughter and her body, not about how she looks in a dress or whatever, but about how strong her legs are getting, about how fast she can run, about how well she can throw that ball and just hitting her really hard with lots of positive self-talk around her body because she is going to get the negative from somewhere eventually. And so, yeah, just going hard on that. And if someone says it to you, just go, oh, I love my body, you know, like, you know, my body's really great. Last week I went for a bike ride and got to enjoy the sunshine. So my body allowed me to do that. That was pretty good, you know, yeah. and just, yeah, hitting in the back with them, they'll, I think, be a little bit like, oh, stunned, not sure how to respond. And hopefully they won't say that to you again if that's how you respond and you make them feel really awkward. <laughs> that is such good advice. I'm so going to take that on for Christmas. Watch out, <laughs> people around me. All, all the kindness and self-love is coming at you. <laughs> yes. Or someone says, I can't have a second piece because whatever you go, well, I'm going to have one because my body <laughs> deserves it. Don't okay. worry, I have yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, look, Faye, where is the best place? If someone's like, okay, I love Faye. I need to like know everything fucking about you. Where should we start? Where's the best place to find you or Mama Movement? Where do we start? Um, so we play on Instagram and TikTok. So you can find us on either of those platforms at mama movement underscore AU. That's M-A-M-A movement underscore AU. Um, yeah, find us there. We're always sharing like silly, funny, happy dances. It's all very just fun and silly at Team Mama Movement because we just like having a good time in our activewear. Mm, I have to say, guys, check out Mama Movement Instagram. It'll all be linked below. But there was a reel you guys posted. I think it was, I don't even know the timeline, but it was with uh, a couple who were doing a shoot. Oh my gosh, that one was so cool, guys. If you haven't seen it, it's so cool. There's this couple, they kind of refer to themselves as a little bit dorky, a little bit like a bit hesitant for the shoot. And their photos were so cool and all the comments are so positive. I love it. Yeah, and then just speaking to the model, her name is Lucy afterwards, you know, and saying like, you refer to yourself as dorky. We, have you been reading these comments? Everyone is saying, you look amazing. So that's the thing, we are our own worst critics. And I wanted to share that because I knew that if she was able to see what other people saw in her, maybe that would help her reframe how she thinks about herself in the future, that she wasn't dorky. She was amazing. She was beautiful in that swimwear set. 
Yeah, I love that. Oh, well, thank you yeah. so much for your time. And uh, everyone, if you are listening, please go check out Faye. And also, in the meantime, do something for yourself. You freaking deserve it. Any last words, Faye? No, thanks for having me, Angel. Oh, of course. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.